Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Toothless Tittering with Tom. I am your host, Tom. Welcome to the show where nothing really makes sense, but we're here to have a good time, and we're here to talk about things that tickle our fancies, that tickle our undercarriage, that tickle our bellies. And, uh, that's what we're going to be doing today, folks. We're going to be sitting around tickling our belly buttons. What do you think? I think it's a great, uh, I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great way to get to know each other. You know, I've always said there's no better way to get to know a group of men than to sit around and pick at your belly buttons together in unison. Then you can truly call yourself brothers of the belly button. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about VTubers, we're going to be talking about anime, and we're going to be talking about a couple of really popular video games that you are probably seeing in circulation on Twitch right now. And let me tell you, if that doesn't get you rubbing your belly in a circular motion to promote digestion, I do not know what will. Today, I really want to touch upon VTubers. Now, if you don't know what a VTuber is, if you log on to Twitch, you're bound to see Talking Anime Girls. That Talking Anime Girl is called a VTuber. And that's essentially the in and out of it. That talking, animated-looking character is what's known as a VTuber. And I have been getting into a number of VTubers lately that just... That, that just... Tickle me in the taint and make me feel real good. And, uh, I'll tell you, um, there are a few I really like. Um, and it's amazing, this phenomenon, where you can be anyone, absolutely anyone, you know, in any, in any condition. And, you know, your personality shines through being a VTuber more than... If you were to actually broadcast yourself on on uh, Twitch at times, um, you know, the true personality of what you want to project, your strengths. For instance, um, uh, one of my favorite VTubers is called Iron Mouse, and she is a girl who has, I believe, um, an autoimmune uh, disorder and a lung disorder that basically leave her bedridden. However, um, you know, once she discovered Twitch, which is a streaming website, and once she discovered, v, uh, you know, the VTuber path, and, and she went down it, she found a lot of joy, and she also found a lot of success. And I, I see her as a gigantic inspiration, uh, not only to the Twitch community at large, um, but to humanity at large, that no matter how life has you pinned down, you can always find a way. You can always find a way to thrive and to carve your niche in the world, you know, and do what you want to do and find what you want to do. Um, Iron Mouse is, a, is an inspiration and a shining example of that, and she is just the funniest pink and uh, purple-haired girl you'll ever, uh, you'll ever meet. Um, she basically, you know, um, 
Well, she does a lot of things. She does gaming. Um, you know, she does singing. She does, and she sings incredibly well. She's classically uh, trained in opera, I believe, uh, slightly, and uh, it shines through. And uh, she has an amazing sense of humor. Uh, she claims that she is Satan uh, himself or herself, um, and uh, she just has the most adorable personality. And she's she's really blowing up. Like uh, you tune into her stream, and in any given stream, you know she'll she'll make a, a, a great deal of money, and deservedly so. Um, another favorite streamer of mine is Project Melody. Just because of the meekness and the humbleness that she projects, you know? I mean, she's on other uh, streaming websites beside Twitch that are for adult content as well. Um, but, you know, she does that as a side hustle or, or whatever, you know? Um, I feel like where she truly shines is her personality. And she'll do things like media reactions, which is something Iron Mouse does as well. Uh, that's something very common among VTubers that you'll see is um, is um, people paying for the VTuber to basically react to their chosen YouTube video. And um, I find Project Melody, she does it quite well. She puts on a facade of... Um, of, of like, hey, what's going on? I don't know what's going on. Do you know what's going on? But this is funny. But really, I believe her to be much smarter than, um, you know, what she projects. Um, she has to be because she makes a killing every stream. You know, she logs on and, and it's like immediately you see donations of like 50 $100. You know, and this is common among many of the VTubers. They have a very devoted following. Um, so Me Melody definitely has the most clever comedy, I find, you know, the most, uh, deadpan clever comedy. Uh, Silver is another, uh, VTuber, Silver Veil is her name uh, on Twitch, and she is, um, she's honestly just a kind soul. Um, she, she's, um, she's really funny in a wholesome way. Um, she, you know, um... Uh, like, uh, Iron Mouse and Melody are funny in a, in a, in a, uh, well, Iron Mouse especially is funny in a lewd way, you know, and she enjoys, you know, projecting that, but, um, uh, Silverville, on the other hand, I find, is, it's just like, you can tell, just with the, the sound of her voice, she's one of the sweetest people, um, that you could encounter, um, and, uh, uh, let's see, who else do I enjoy as a VTuber? AI Angel is another uh, upcoming VTuber, though. Um, she hasn't been doing too much lately um, in the way of streaming um, or in the way of posting videos. Um, I understand that the creator of, of that uh, particular VTuber is doing a lot of updates to them. But um, the reason I'm mentioning all these VTubers is that there's a, there is this supposed uh, VTuber renaissance that's going on where... The, um, where, you know, VTubers are just popping up and becoming immensely popular. And I can, I can see their appeal. They can project whatever, you know, whatever physical image they want to project. But they, you know, it's their personality. It's them. And I think that that is, you know, one of the most artistic 
uh, clever ways to present yourself. Um, and if I had the know-how, I'd be doing that as well. Though, then again, I mean, a VTuber who, who's like a toothless guy that just rambles on, you know, that probably wouldn't catch on too quick. <laughs> but honestly, um, I think this VTuber, I think we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg on what this VTuber phenomenon has to offer. I think that, um, we're going to see um, many more VTubers popping up. There are already a lot of um, conventional um, streamers and conventional uh, digital content creators that are going the VTuber route. You know, I have heard of uh, several of them wanting to go that way. I can't recall their names right now because I don't have a computer in front of me. I didn't have that kind of foresight. And this room has pretty good acoustics. Next time I'll bring a laptop into it. That might be helpful. <laughs> but I see VTubers as a way of the future. You could literally be a burn victim with burns on 99% of your body, you know, but you could you could have this wonderful, beautiful VTuber model and just, you know, talk and project your personality and be the person you want to be uh, in an animated format. And I, I think that is a high form of art in what we have going on right now um, in the streaming culture. Because a lot of the girls on the streaming culture just project, like, raw sexuality and not a lot of creativity or brains, you know? It's basically just, hey, I'm going to wear skimpy outfits and jump around and let my boobs, flop, you know, flop about. And, you know, there's, I guess, you know, there's an audience for that, and that's not illegitimate. But it's not what, I don't believe it's what Twitch is made for, you know. I think that would be better served on the adult websites, you know. Um, uh, VTubers, on the other hand, I find them to be a little bit more legitimate than that kind of particular streamer. Um, because they're putting a lot of creativity not only into their physical appearance, but they also have, like, personalities that transcend most of the people that you would find on Twitch. Um, they're just all personality. They're all good times. Um, Momo and Bunny are another, you know, uh, couple of cool VTubers. And I would be very remiss if I did not mention Autumn VR. Um, that's her Twitch name. She's basically a VTuber who comes on and just, you know, creates a space where her chat room just has a space to be comfortable and to talk about how they feel and to talk about life. And it's more of a reflective um, kind of uh, place. It's also a fun place. You know, she does fun things like hops into VR chat and goes to different worlds and, you know, pranks people into walking into Uganda through a portal. But, um, you know, um, primarily she gives these... I think what she's best known for and most revered for are these inspirational speeches that she gives about life and about taking life by the horns and making the best of it despite your circumstance. And, you know, that's basically what a lot of it boils down to with her. And... Um, you know, she's a um, she's a uh, transgender uh, VTuber, you know, uh, and uh, she's, you know, in the process of coming out with that in her personal life. And, um, 
and she keeps her audience updated very honestly on what's going on with her in that regard. And I find that to be very genuine and very, very endearing. Um, so there are a lot of uh, VTubers right now um, that are up and coming, uh, such as Autumn VR, and then there are the established tier of VTubers, which would be, like, if you wanted to talk about the cream of the crop, it's um, Iron Mouse, Project Melody, and Silver Veil. And my favorite of all of them is Iron Mouse, just for the mere fact that she's so darn inspirational, despite having to, despite being very, very sick a lot of the time, you know, you couldn't tell, by the way, she pops on stream, she's very jovial, she's very joking, she, you know, she's very, uh, loud, which is, you know, cute, you know, um, and, uh, her voice is high-pitched, and she's just all, you know, very cheery and very welcoming and, uh, and just the funniest person you'd, you'd ever meet. And so uh, for that reason, she's my favorite VTuber because she transcends her physical limitations, like completely through, through the use of technology and technology and imagination are, um, I believe this is a quote from someone, I forget who, maybe it was Will Smith. But he said, I think he said something about technology and innov and innovation being um, the way of the future or something like that, um, and the way forward. And I think Iron Mouse is is a perfect example of that. So if you want to check these VTubers out, you probably already know where to find them. You just log on to Twitch.tv, and you can type in any of the names that I've uh, that I've. Um, mentioned and you'll find them and uh follow them give them give them a look if you want because um i don't know they're they're pretty awesome i'd like to take a moment to uh after that note to talk about a game that has been sweeping the internet by storm on twitch and on youtube and it is known as Among Us. Basically, you're a group of spacemen, and one of you is an imposter, and the imposter's job is to try to kill everyone without getting caught. And let me tell you folks, there is no quicker way and no better way to alienate uh, your entire group of friends than by playing this game. You'll instantly know each other's, you know, you'll instantly know each other's tell for the other person's lying. You'll know their mannerisms when they lie. You'll know that person inside out. When you know when someone's lying, you know a lot about them. And you know what to believe from them. So, I don't know, it's a pretty fun game, you know? If you're a crew member, you go around doing tasks, as you probably well know. And if you're uh, an imposter, then you go around trying to stab people in the back or in the face. And, uh... Personally, I'm a fan of uh, any game that promotes that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of violence. I, um, I think, I think we need more of that in this world. I think we need more people impaled in the face by barbed steel tongues. Barbed steel tongues. That's what we need in this world. And Among Us brings us that much. 
The thing about Among Us that uh, I I really that's really annoyed me is that it's it's freaking everywhere. You can't you can't look anywhere without it being there. Uh, when you go to Twitch, when you go to Twitch, all of your favorite streamers at one point or another during that week are going to be playing Among Us. Trust me on this. PewDiePie has started playing Among Us. KSI has started playing Among Us. You know, every every Tom, Dickard, and Harry on the internet are playing Among Us. I'm even playing Among Us. And let me tell you, folks, as, as simplistic as the game is, it is addictive. And, uh, I don't know. I really would like to get together with some of the listeners of this podcast once we actually have listeners and have a, a good old Among Us game number of rounds that would be uh, that would be a ton of fun i think i would be an excellent imposter and slaughter everyone mercilessly until there was no one left and then be the victor that is my true destiny in this life and i will see it through to its conclusion another one of those games that are really taking the internet by storm is called fall guys and i i'm a pretty big fan of fall guys i i've never played it but it looks really fun, you know, from the people playing it. Basically, you're thrown inside of a cumbersome body that's all roly-poly-oly, and, and it's, like, all, like, falling all over the place, and you're stuffed in a server with a hundred other, other people on a map with, like, not enough space for all of you, essentially. And the goal is to get to the finish line. And... I I think it's great because there, you can see, like, everyone trying to push each other off the map, you know, and, you know, tr- rushing to get there first. And it just shows, really, the the, the pinnacle of, um, of, of what just, like, uh, a party-style game can be. You know what I mean? Um, there's been a surge the past five years of these games with servers that can hold 100 people. So we've gotten things like PUBG and Apex, and uh, we've gotten Call of Duty's version of a, of a battle royale, and uh, now we have Fall Guys. The only difference is there's no guns, and there's a different objective, but it's still the t- the same idea. A hundred people start, and only one person prevails. And I think that's um, one of the greatest technological advances in gaming, at least multiplayer gaming, in the last, you know, five to ten years. Um, there's nothing like beating out a hundred other people and then being like, damn, I'm the winner, man. That's, that's freaking cool. Um, but the thing about Fall Guys that, like, and Among Us that I'm kind of getting annoyed with is that they're everywhere, and everyone's always playing them. Uh, you know, like, you go to your favorite streamer, what are they doing? They're playing Fall Guys or Among Us, and it's like, come on, can you not do something original? Can you, can you do something else? We've reached a portion of this podcast where there would normally be a sponsor, but there isn't a sponsor. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just insert something here that I really like that I hope you check out. Um, please go and buy a pillow. Pillows are soft, they're comfy, and you get, you get to put your head on them, and you get to, you get to, get to sleep on them. Well, and let's face it, you spend half your life on a pillow, 
you know, it caresses your head as you gather the, the necessary sleep to imbibe you with the energy and the lust for life to go on another day. So please, buy pillows, for they are the secret to life, health, and happiness. You see, potential sponsors, I could be convincing. I can be, I can be, I could be anything you want me to be. Just, just sponsor me. That's, that's all you gotta do. Just sponsor me. I want to take just a quick moment uh, to uh, say that uh, I hope all of you in these times of the coronavirus are staying very safe, as safe as you can, and as healthy as you can through whatever means that you can. Um, uh, you know, th these are really, really uh, like like wacky times. You know what I mean? Where where uh, they're talking about this new normal and they're they're changing things around big time in society because of this virus and um you know part of me understands why but you know the other part of me is like change though it hasn't really affected me much i'm a habitual introvert so uh i just basically you know my it, it, my social group it's never been that that big so I haven't had to really adjust much at all. And I order all my food off Amazon anyway. So, you know, that hasn't changed. You know, like, uh, you know, the only thing that I've noticed is that if you log on Amazon, you know, sometimes you'll find uh, a pack of toilet paper for like a thousand dollars. And it's like, Jesus Christ, I hope this toilet paper is like, you know, like, like, like seven carat gold. And I hope that you know, when I wipe with it, that it's going to give me, you know, like, some kind of a superpower, you know, like, I'm going to be able to scale the walls like Spider-Man, or I'm going to be able to, you know, like, call all the creatures of the sea like Aquaman, you know what I mean? Uh, with a thousand dollar toilet paper, you have to expect results, ladies and gentlemen. But mostly, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you're doing your best to, you know, to stay safe out there. Wear a mask if you can, but, you know, if you can't, due to the lung issues, I understand. I'm among that population, uh, you know, having asthma, uh, but, um, you know, uh, try to use hand sanitizer, too, if you can. You know, carry a little bottle with you, and, uh, you know, because I say any chance that you get to, you know, douse yourself in alcohol is a joyous occasion, and that's what hand sanitizer is. It's a chance to douse yourself in isopropyl alcohol, and, um, you know, if you, if you truly embrace alcohol, you know, you have to take it trans, transdermally through the skin. You're not a, you're not a true alcoholic. You're not a true alcohol connoisseur until you've taken it transdermally. So use your hand sanitizer, folks. And stay safe out there. Stay healthy. That's what I want for all of you, is to be as healthy as you possibly can. Now, I just want to know, have you, have you taken the time lately to have a good poop? Have you really just sat down and just, just let it happen? You know, and, and... Be thankful for the experience. Be thankful you're not constipated. 
I think that is one of the most important things that you can do, especially in the morning and after a cup of coffee, you know. You know, you get that rumbling feeling in your belly and you go, oh, time to poop. And then you go poop. Now, why not enjoy the poop? Why not? Why not have a book in there or, or you know, bring your cell phone or actually don't because why would you want poop germs on your cell phone? And that's something I've never understood. People bringing their, you know, people using their cell phones in public, public bathrooms where like, you know, everybody's poop has been there. And then you're, you're touching stuff that other people's poopy hands have touched. And then you're touching your cell phone. And then you're putting your cell phone near your face. I don't understand why people do that. But nonetheless, that diverts away from the original purpose of what I'm saying here. I'm saying when you poop, you got to enjoy it. you got to enjoy yourself. you got to say to yourself, I am alive. I'm not constipated. And I'm I'm getting done a part of my day that I I probably would have needed to do anyway. So thank goodness I'm I'm getting it out of the way now. And then you move on with your day in pride and in, in knowing that you took a good and proper defecation. Speaking of uh, speaking of poop, have you have you ever owned a cat? I own a 25-pound Norwegian forest cat. And the reason they're 25 pounds is because they're a Norwegian freaking forest cat. They're huge. They're designed to take down small mammals. They're rather large. And, uh, boy, his litter box, when, when he goes, man, he goes. You could, uh, you could, uh, you know, if you were to light a match after that, that little guy takes a poop, your my, you know, your apartment would go up like Chernobyl, let me tell you. But anyway, he's just a big bundle of love, and I, 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 I really love him. I named him Bruiser because the first thing he did when I brought him home was he burrowed a hole into the side of my couch and crawled in. I pulled him out, and I said to him, Aw, you're just a little bruiser, aren't you? And, uh, you know, I, that pretty much stuck with him. And, uh... He's a pretty peculiar cat, though. You know, he eats dry food. He loves dry food. For some reason, yeah, he's fixated on the dry food. But if I put wet food in front in front of him, you know, if I if I if I take a a nice can of like fancy feast wet food and I plop it down in a dish in front of him, he'll look at me like, "What are you trying to give me? What is this shit? Give me my kibble." <laughs> And that's just the most bizarre thing, you know. You'd figure an animal would be like a naturalist. They'd be like, oh, good, real meat. I you know, I appreciate this. But no, he looks at it and he's like, what what, 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 I, what do I do with this shit, you know? <laughs> so, you know, that's the way it works with my cat. And he does other pretty peculiar things. But we'll get into that in later episodes. For now, all you need to know is he's a, he's a big gray bundle of love. And, uh, and he's laying at my feet right now, and he, he just, he, he just couldn't be happier. And I couldn't be happier for having him in, in my presence as my, as my co-host, my silent cohort in this podcast. Now, I want to come out and say that I have a particular hobby that some of you may not find too appealing, but I find it to, I find it to be just lovely. And that is, I write erotic novels. 
or more specifically, you know, if you want to be fidgety about it, erotic novellas. Because the word count, you know, falls under the novella um, category. But um, uh, the funny thing about writing erotic uh, novels is that, you know, you can get away with a lot. A lot of stuff that you couldn't get away with in normal novels. You know, for instance, you know, you don't have to have much of a plot. You could basically just, just throw together a plot that you've completely pulled out of your butt side. And, you know, and then throw in a sex scene. And bam, you got yourself an erotic novel. And so if you have any skill in, in creative writing, you know, that can be a great source of passive income for you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, you know, you, you, if you have some writing talent and you're willing to lower yourself to a certain standard, oh, actually, no, it's not really lowering yourself. Erotica, erotica has been popular ever since the written word, you know. I mean, what do you think they had before porn? What do you think the reason for a romance novel is? Why do you think women buy them, you know? And it's mostly for, you know, sexy time in written form. Everybody loves a good sexy time story. So if you, if you have the talent, man, go write some erotica. I'll tell you, it's a lot of fun and it's good practice for when you want to write your really big book, you know, like a, like a sci-fi book or a fantasy book, you know. Uh, you know, putting putting a plot together over and over again, even if it's in an erotica format, gives you practice. It gives you experience and story structure and setting settings. Um, and boy, this podcast has turned into like a masterclass, hasn't it? This podcast, goodness gracious, I never intended for that to happen. What? Now, I don't know about you guys, but something that I really like is anime. Japanese anime. Cartoons made in Japan. Because Japan does their cartoons a little different than us. You know, some of the, you know, uh, they all have, like, a particular appeal that, you know, transcends age. Now, I'm, 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 I'm not talking about, you know, shows like Pokemon or anything like that. There are some really good animes, especially in the fan service category. If you want to see boobs and butts, man, go go find some etchy or or some fan service anime. You know, depending on what website you're streaming on. Let me tell you, I can name a bunch of good animes in the fan service category. There's Rosaria Vampire. There's High School DxD. There's uh. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them just waiting for for you, and it's all boobs and butts, boobs and butts. That's what you gotta, that's what you gotta watch for in the anime. That's what, you, well, that's what's gonna get you into it. But no, originally what got me into anime were shows like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Um, yeah, I watched Dragon Ball as a kid when I was like three or four. You know, that's when I started watching it, just because it was on TV. And I'm so glad to have been enriched with anime because there are adult anime, more adult-oriented anime series as well. Um, and then that gets you into the world of manga, which is what anime is based on. Manga are basically Japanese uh, comic books, 
you know, and you read them backwards because that's how the Japanese write. They write, you know, from like right to left instead of left to right. And so all their books are right to left, which is a pretty neat experience. And uh, nonetheless, um, manga, um, you can find a, a, a bunch of really cool stuff there. Um, that, um, I don't know, if you're not a comic book person, but you're into anime, give manga a try, because, you know, it's basically anime in comic book form, and usually the manga is better than the actual anime in some cases, but nonetheless, to get back to the main matter at hand as far as anime is concerned, I, um, I think that that's going to be the next big thing, you know, I mean, we had superheroes as a big thing, you know, we had, um, you know, that was a big thing in theaters, right, that was the thing that Disney bought, pillaged, ruined, and, uh, it, with the exception of Deadpool and Logan, those were pretty much the only two good superhero movies to come out of the past, oh, ten years, uh, but, um, you know, like, you know, and they tried, you know, uh, they tried resurrecting Star Wars and, you know, to a, a limited, uh, lukewarm reception, uh, I, 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 I would say, uh, so anime, you know, I, I know that studios are eyeballing anime and saying, hey, look at all these eyeballs going over there. But there have already been animes made in America. Uh, I think um, Avatar, The Last Airbender or whatever, is, was made in America. And uh, so the thing I want to be careful of is you don't want Disney to get their hands on it and ruin it like they do pretty much everything else. They did it to superhero movies. They did it to, you know, when they bought out Marvel. They did it to, um, you know, Star Wars when they Disneyfied that. Basically, uh, I'm against the Disneyfication of anything. Don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of Disney movies. I like Aladdin, I like Lion King, I love Pocahontas, just because of all, you know, the music work on that. Uh, you know, uh, I, Disney was a big part of my childhood. But when they start, you know, like, raping and pillaging everything else that you love in society, you know, you get to be a little annoyed. That's all I'm saying. So, um, but anyway, uh, get into anime while it's hot, man. Uh, some people like subtitles, some people like, um, you know, like English voice actors that have, uh, you know, that, have, that, that have applied their trade at trying to convey what, you know, is being conveyed in Japanese, which is usually done to limited success and not usually reflective of the actual story that's happening in most cases. Unless you got a really good team together to dub the anime. But, I don't know. If you've never, if you've never checked out anime, give it a try. And if you've already checked out anime, then you know what I'm talking about, man. You know, you know the skinny. And we're going to be talking about specific animes on this podcast. We're going to be, we're going to be doing little watch parties where, you know... We're going to be watching maybe a few episodes a week, and then I'm going to come back and be like, hey, that guy died on that episode. Wasn't that cool? 
or something like that. You know, we can have a little anime review section. Why not? I mean, if we have a, a, a section to review pooping, uh, I don't think anime is out of the question. If I'm willing to lower myself to talk about pooping and golden toilet paper that turns you, you know, into a superhuman, then I think anime is perfectly within the realm of reason. Now, folks, it is nearing the midnight hour for me, so I am just about done jibber-jabbering for the day. But I, I do wanna, I do wanna give you my thanks for tuning in uh, to my first ever podcast, my first full podcast. I've never really done this before, uh, so the only frame of reference that I have is shows that I've listened to, like Dynamic Banter or Hello from the Magic Tavern. Both really good podcasts that I highly recommend. Um, you know, uh, and, uh, just my own likes and, and interests, and, uh, that's what I've shared with you today. Um, I'm gonna be adding more structure to it as time goes on, because right now, this thing is about as uh, disorganized as a fresh-caught fish dropped in a hot aluminum boat on a hot summer day. It's about as disoriented as a Mexican in a Trump rally. So I want to, uh, I know, I definitely want to add a little bit of, a little bit of structure to the, to the madness here. And, uh, we'll, we'll be having weekly segments and that's where I want to hear from you. You see, if you download an app called Anchor, which is what I make this podcast on, you can actually send me messages, uh, which I will play on the podcast. And you can, as long as it, there's nothing copywritten on there, and as long as you're not cussing and fussing and being rude, I will uh, play your suggestion and I will talk about whatever topic you want me to talk about, as long as it falls within reasonable terms of service. You know, I'm not going to be talking about tentacle porn anytime soon. That's not within the terms of service. I can mention it, but I certainly cannot go into detail. Uh, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, I want you all to know, if you download Anchor, uh, that, that is... And even if you don't download Anchor, um, depending on how you're viewing this podcast, you can, you know, you can definitely submit a message but a surefire way to send me a message a voice message that i can play is to download the anchor app and just just fire me a message let me know how you're doing tell me a story i'll play it anyway folks i really want to thank you for tuning in it's been a pleasure trying to shed a little happiness in your day pour a little sunshine in your bellies and to give you a, to just give you a little tickle on the belly, make you feel a little jovial and happy. I hope you all are having a really good, what day is it? I have no clue, a really good Friday, uh, or whatever day, or day it happens to be that you're listening to this song. Uh, you know, I, I have no preference for time or place, but anyway... Y'all have a good day. I'ma get to I'ma get to playing video games and I'm gonna 
I'm going to grab me a piece of Swiss chocolate and just gum it to death with my toothless gums. Thank you for tuning in to Toothless Tittering with Tom. That's all for now. Peace out.